I've always been so fascinated by people's healing stories that break the norm and ultimately turn into huge transformation. This is a space where I will share personal stories, including my own, and all of the amazing healing and spiritual practices that sometimes can be a little out there. Hey, in my opinion, the more out there, the better. I'm Jayana. This is Alchemizing Pain. Hey, this is Jay Anna. I'm so excited you're here. And honestly, that somebody out there is listening. Hi. <laughs> I have been wanting to record a podcast for a long time and have never done it. And here I am doing the thing as scary as it is. So my podcast title is called Alchemizing Pain. And what that means to me is transforming pain, uncomfortable experiences into something else, into a creation, into a lesson, into inspiration, into art. So we're transmuting that pain into a creation. And I love that idea for the name for this because as I am recording this, I am going through a pretty painful breakup. I mean, all breakups are extraordinarily painful, but I don't know. I think queer breakups hit differently. <laughs> you can tell me if I'm wrong or not. And it's a decision I made, which I have been ridden with a lot of guilt, guilt for hurting my ex, guilt for letting go of the vision that we had for our lives, letting go of companionship, my best friend. I mean, I think that's why queer relationships are so painful is because you're so close. Like every night is a sleepover. I'm here to kind of just talk about the process of going through that and the decision to leave my relationship. I, out of respect for the other person, I'm not going to go into details about it or anything like that, but I'm just going to talk about more of the experience of it. So, you know, you have your reasons to end a relationship. It's not feeling good for you. Um, it's holding you back in some way or it's toxic, um, doesn't feel safe, whatever the reason might be. And you kind of are sitting with these reasons and playing them over and over again in your head and are so certain. And then, you know, the actual breakup happens. And there's this weird experience that I had. Um, curious if other people have had it, but it's like this brain flip. And as soon as, you know, the decision was made, the change is now happening. It's like my brain flipped and all of a sudden, all the beautiful experiences of a relationship, all the fun, the friendship, uh, the laughter just comes playing in your head like a movie. And suddenly your reasons for leaving are really hazy. <laughs> And it's so strange. It's like, it's like immediate for me anyway, it was, you know, I was very clear on why I needed to leave and embark on a journey with myself and discovering myself. I was very clear on that. And then as soon as we get to the other side, it's like your brain suddenly forgets 
forgets everything. And uh, it's interesting because there is some like science behind why that happens. At the end of the day, we're all primal beings. We are animals. We have a primal nature and our subconscious will do anything it can to keep us safe or what it thinks is safe. That's often why change is so hard because it's scary and it's new to our nervous system. Um, we haven't experienced that before. And so it feels dangerous. And this this can really work against us because you have these feelings of fear and one could perceive that as like, oh, this is the wrong thing for me to be doing. I shouldn't be doing this. But that's not the case. It's your biology. It's saying, oh, no, I, we've never done this before. I have to keep us safe. So fear, fear alert, fear alert, fear alert. Don't do this. You know, if you listen to that, you could not follow what your heart is telling you to do, what your authentic self, higher self is guiding you to. It's hard to differentiate. And I'm not going to lie. It's something I struggle with constantly. I never know, is this anxiety or is this intuition? And finding the difference is a, is a tricky thing. And you know, I don't have all the answers, but I'm learning. Reading from one of my favorites, Dr. Nicola Para, How to Do the Work, she talks a lot about this. The overwhelming pull of the subconscious mind makes it hard for us to change. We are not evolutionarily wired for change. When we do try to push ourselves out of our autopilot, we face resistance from our mind and body. This response has a name, the homeostatic impulse. The homeostatic impulse regulates our physiological functions from breathing to body temperature to heartbeat. And it all happens at the subconscious level, meaning that we do not actively initiate any of them. They are automatic. The goal of the homeostatic impulse is to create balance in the mind and body. When there's dysregulation, the imbalances can become problematic and even self-betraying. The subconscious mind loves existing in a comfort zone. The safest one, turns out, is one you've been before because you can predict the familiar outcome. Habits or behaviors that we repeatedly return to become the subconscious's default mode. Our brain actually prefers to spend most of its time coasting in autopilot. It is best able to conserve its energy by knowing what to expect. This is why our habits and routines feel so comforting and why it's so unsettling and even exhausting when our routines are disrupted. The trouble is following our condition routine keeps us stuck in that routine. So this is crazy. This is crazy because any changes that you want to make, like you have this conscious awareness, like I need to make this change to better my life. But then as soon as you start to make the change, your body's like, oh, fuck, no, 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 no. This is uncomfortable. This is out of our comfort zone. It is unsafe. Alert, alert, alert. And sometimes that will stop us from making the change. And that's just crazy. It's like there's this part of our body that will hijack us and is not in alignment with what we authentically want to do. 
And I don't know, learning that science just blows my mind. And every time I read it, it gives me goosebumps because it's it's a little sinister, honestly. It's like when I think back to my life about how many things I didn't do that I felt like I wanted to do or I was called to do, but got this ping that, oh God, you know, the anxiety would come in, the panic would come in, and I would feel like, oh, I shouldn't do this. Like my body, something is alerting me. And I thought that was an intuition. (laughs) I thought that, oh, I'm feeling this for a reason. There's a reason I shouldn't do this. Like I'm having all of these alarm bells go off in my body and my mind. Um, Therefore, it is a sign that I shouldn't be doing this. And I would listen to that a lot, unfortunately. And so I'm trying to work on that. I'm trying to, you know, is this fear or is this intuition? Am I feeling scared of change? And it's crazy because I have been battling with myself since this breakup. I'm now in my own place, you know, on this new chapter. And, you know, I do find my mind does wander to all those positive aspects of our relationship and really romanticizing the relationship. And I feel like I forget all my reasons why I knew this wasn't right for me anymore. It's it's seriously a battle with yourself. <laughs> um, it's tough. It's tough. But what's really crazy is I'm very spiritual. I love signs. I love angel numbers. After this breakup happened and I had moved out into my new place and, you know, adjusting to my new normal, I was seeing so many angel numbers. Like Weird circumstances too. Lots of one, one, ones, like looking at the clock, seeing that when I'm scrolling on Instagram mindlessly, like that's the comment number that, that I looked at right at that moment. And some, what are some of the other ones? Oh yeah. I went up to Washington state where I'm originally from and both my parents live um, for Thanksgiving because of course my Thanksgiving plans were now <laughs> gone. So went to spend it with my family. Um, and I went to Costco with them and their receipt had totaled exactly no sense to $111. Like crazy. Cause you know how things like cost like four fifty nine or just like random numbers and stuff. So like for it to like add up exactly with no sense to 111 while I was there, while I was aware to see it is pretty mind blowing. <laughs> I took a picture of it. My dad's like, what, what are you doing? Why do you want a picture of a receipt? <laughs> um, and then when I got back to Arizona where I live, I went grocery shopping And the car next to me, their license plate was J-E-A-6-N-A, like my name, Jayana. And yeah, I mean, I had the six and it was missing an N, but that was crazy. It was parked right next to my car. Like, what are the chances that a car, not only a car with that license plate, Okay, but that car parking next to my car and me seeing it and us being at the grocery store at the same time, like what? That's nuts. Like you can't tell me that's not fucking crazy. And then um, I think maybe a few days later, I went 
for a Target pickup order. And you know how they give you like a code or whatever to show the the person to make sure it's you. It was seven, seven, seven. And the girl who was like saw my code, she was even like, whoa, that's a special number. Like she was shocked to see it. Like she hadn't seen that. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? I looked up what seven, seven means and it was like spot on with what I'm going through. It says angel number seven, seven, seven brings together the potent power of all the sevens in one sequence, along with the energy of the triple factor seven, seven. This number can be assigned from your guardians and ascended masters that now is the time for old habits to die on the vine and for something new to kickstart your heart. This number also comes infused with positive spiritual energy and tends to show up when things are feeling difficult or when you are emerging from a dark period in your life. It is sent by the angels to remind you that stability and spirituality can come after the storm. And if you use your strength to cultivate decisions that spark joy, you will turn the page and start a beautiful new chapter in your life. How could that be any more spot on from what I'm going through right now? Seriously, when I was walking into that grocery store, I was feeling that emotional heaviness, the grief, the the feeling I was talking about, the romanticizing of the relationship, like what have I done? And I came out and I saw that and it was just like ugh, so comforting. I can't tell you like all of these signs that have been happening are just so comforting to me. And I believe that your spirit guides, if they see that something works for you, like angel numbers, which highly works for me, I feel very like connected when I see that, um, you'll see more of that. So, um, definitely something that works for me for sure. Um, but yeah, it's just so validating for the journey I'm on and I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm on the right path, but it's crazy. Cause even in that description, it talks about, um, how it's time for old habits to die and for something new to kickstart your heart. And a lot of times, you know, it's that fear response because this is out of my comfort zone. Um, this is totally new and it's so scary. I, it's uncertain. I have no idea what this is going to look like. And staying in my relationship would have been comfortable. I would have known what my days look like. I had the, I had my person, you know, I had my best friend, even though Sometimes the relationship didn't feel safe for me. It was safe for my nervous system because it's what I knew. It's what my body knew. And anything that's unfamiliar feels unsafe to our nervous system. So we're going to get that alert response, um, anxiety, fear, ruminating thoughts that tell us, oh, don't do this. This is out of our comfort zone. And so it seems counterintuitive, but we have to work against that. And we have to be aware of our body and realize that that's happening, you know, and seeing things like angel numbers or can be kind of a guiding light, like, okay, this is the right path for me. And I'm just feeling scared because it's unfamiliar. Um, and this is scary for my nervous system, but it is okay. I am safe in this moment. I've got me. I've got me. And that's what I've been telling myself a lot is I've got me. Like I, 
I take care of me now. I'm not going to let any, I always say this to my cat, actually. I'm not going to let anything bad happen to you, Puffin. I'm not going to let anything bad happen to you, Jay. Like, I've got us. But I will also say that be careful. Because <laughs> not everything is a sign. And this is a lesson I, the universe gifted me throughout this process. I was looking for an apartment. And I went to all these different places. God, apartment hunting is the absolute worst. It is so stressful. Just in the small talk and having to explain why you're moving. And then you tell them and it's really awkward and terrible. Anyways, so I finally get to the apartment and I just felt it, you know, when you feel something that is right to do and you just have that feeling inside of you like, oh, this is this is it. This is it. And I had that feeling and I went and viewed the apartment and I loved it. It was beautiful um, in a nice area. I, I just loved it. And so later, like I was looking at reviews of the apartment, starting to feel a little anxious, um, possibly second guessing myself. And I see all these like bad reviews, like some mention of cockroaches by some people. And I, I can't, I can't do cockroaches. I just, I just can't. They're horrible. They're gross. Just, I see that word and I'm, I'm running the other way. And so I saw that and I was like, Oh, hell no. Like, you know, and I started to really doubt it. And maybe this isn't right. And God, and then the mental turmoil of second guessing myself. And, and then, you know, I had some issues with the application and like people not getting back to me um, at the office. And I was like, Oh, my God, these are all signs. I shouldn't, I shouldn't be doing this. Oh, my God, I had to realize that like, okay, life is hard. (laughs) like sometimes shit just happens and it doesn't mean it's a sign that you shouldn't do it. It just means it's challenging. Life's hard. Life is challenging. Um, And there are obstacles that we have to overcome to get the thing that we want. And that's okay. And those obstacles don't mean that we shouldn't do it. It just means it's hard because life's hard. So that was the lesson that I, I feel like the universe plopped that in my lap because I feel like the universe is trying to teach me right now between intuition and anxiety. And that's something I've really struggled with and and wanted clarification on, you know, how to how to how to know the difference. You know, I had that gut feeling when I walked into this space that like this was it. This was this was the apartment for me and I knew it in my body. And I let these stupid little things like that happen, make me second guess that feeling, you know, not everything's a sign. So anyways, it's a tricky balance and I don't have all the answers. I'm figuring it out. Yeah. So I just wanted to share this experience, this huge life change I'm going through and everything that comes along with it. I think it just exemplifies how hard change is and those autonomic 
responses we have um, in our body. So I felt like this was a great first episode for me. We're starting with change. We're starting with a new project here that's really scary. Putting myself out there, doing something new. I feel scared. I feel stupid, but I'm doing it anyway because I know that my body is going on haywire right now because this is new to my nervous system, but it doesn't mean I shouldn't do the thing. So if this can apply to your life, do the thing, acknowledge the fear, say hi fear, I'm doing it anyway. All right, I look forward to coming back here to this space. And if you like, please follow all the notifications, all the likes, the reviews, things, whatever people do, please do that. Thank you. All right, 